If most people stopped and reflect, they would realize that they keep making insignificant shit significant. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why most people don't achieve what they want. They'll leave a lot of results on the table and they don't get where they want to be in life, which can be absolutely soul destroying, especially if you are a driven mofo. If you don't know who I am, by the way, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. Now, most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Hence why I come to you with these podcasts or these episodes or these videos, because I just want to help people to excel in life and do really cool shit. Most people that I see or that I come across and I don't know, maybe the groups of people that I hang around aren't really that high achiever, but I would say that most of them are because most of them do way, way better than the average. But there's this common pattern that I see where when people are off track and unclear, they tend to make insignificant shit significant in order to feel like they're being productive. Now I'll give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, I remember waking up in the morning and I went outside and I mowed the lawns and I put some washing on and did some dishes and watched a little bit of TV and ate some food and then went back in I think I got another coffee and then I did a little bit more stuff around the house and I stopped myself and I thought why am I doing this stuff what's the purpose of me doing all this work around the place like yeah the lawns need mows but we've got a gardener that comes in so why am I mowing the lawns like yeah they could need a little bit of a spruce up but why why am I all of a sudden interested in washing the dishes and I do it anyway but like why now why am I doing this as a bit of a pattern of behavior why did I decide to put a whole bunch of washing on why did I decide to go and make my second or third coffee for the morning what's going on here And I stopped and I really reflected on it. And I thought, what's the purpose of me doing this stuff? When I really thought deep about it, I wanted to be productive. Yet what had happened was I hadn't set my calendar the night before. I hadn't put and booked a whole bunch of stuff in my diary that I needed to get done. And I was unclear on what I wanted to achieve that day. And so waking up in the morning and wanting to be productive, I went to tasks that made me feel productive that weren't really productive as far as achieving my mission in life, my values in life, my outcomes in life. And so what I realized is that most people make insignificant shit significant in order to feel like they're productive or achieving something. Now, you can also see this where when most people feel unintelligent, they go to things that make them feel intelligent, like they'll watch the news and stuff like that because they want to feel like, you know, they know what's going on. But the truth is the news is like 0.0001% of shit that happens in the world and then it gets amplified and it's made significant when the truth is the majority of the stuff on the news, if not all of it, has very little impact on most people's day-to-day lives. And most of it is over-exaggerated. I mean, we saw that with a certain virus that happened and the media went crazy and there were dudes in radiation suits throwing dead bodies and then we realized it wasn't as bad as what we thought it was well I think most people did anyway stuff started to come down a little bit although it looks like it's sort of I don't know coming back again a little bit the point that I'm trying to make is that if people want to feel intelligent yet they don't do intelligent things they will naturally progress towards things that make them feel intelligent that actually aren't that intelligent when people want to feel productive they will go and do productive tasks that might not be productive when you look at their goals their mission in life their values in life and what they're really trying to get out of life like you know the mowing lawns and all that stuff might make a person feel great for a day but is that really going to be the thing long term that in five years or ten years is really going to help you to get to the outcomes that you want you know I get asked quite a lot about what I did in my 20s or whatever in order to become a multimillionaire in my 30s I tell people I gave up a lot like I stopped going out partying I stopped drinking I think I was around about 25 when I just stopped going out I committed most of my weekends to working I committed public holidays to working in fact the Christmas that just went by I took off Christmas day only because I had family functions 
Christmas. And I think I worked Christmas morning. I got up, had breakfast with Jess and then did a little bit of work, a couple of hours work and then went to family functions. And then the following day, which was Boxing Day, we went to Jess's family and then we came back on the 27th and we worked right through the new year, everything. I was in bed at like 11 o'clock at night on New Year's night. Now, a lot of people want the outcome, but they're not prepared to put in the work. A lot of people want the results, but they're not prepared to sacrifice or to give up the things that everyone else does in order to get where they want to go, which is why it irritates me when I hear people say, well, you're lucky, Mojo, because you've got all these nice things in life, but they're part of the sacrifice. They're part of the shit that I gave up. Like life's not easy. Life is extremely tough for everybody. It's tough if you do nothing in life and it's tough if you want to achieve things in life. I think that my week is awesome. Like I love working hard. Yesterday morning, I worked a long day and I was up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock this morning. I just naturally woke up and got out of bed and I've already hit the gym. It's now 8 o'clock in the morning. I've already done my gym session and done a bit of work for the morning and now I'm recording the podcast and I'm ready to rock and roll. The point that I'm trying to make though is that that stuff doesn't just happen. It comes because of what you're prepared to give up and also what you're prepared to do. Now, most people aren't prepared to do more than the average person and most people aren't prepared to give up things that the average person wants and they're not prepared to do it for a long period of time, which then means that they're not really prepared to get the results that they want in life. And so most people just try to fit in with what everyone else is doing. Like if you're one of those people out there that's a driven mofo and you've got these big goals and big dreams, yet at the same time, you want to have every weekend off and you want to go away on holidays and you want to have four weeks off a year or six weeks off a year. You want to have the Christmas New Year break. You want to take family functions or family birthdays off and all of those things. And you're not at the level that you want to be at yet. You're probably shitting in your own hands and then rubbing it on your face. Like that's you that's doing that. You're not going to get the results that you want, but at the same time, you can't blame others for that because you're just not prepared to do what it takes. If you really love what you do anyway, it's not a sacrifice. Like I don't find working weekends to be a sacrifice and nor do I feel it as a sacrifice to work until 10, 11, 12 o'clock some nights or get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. I actually find it really fulfilling because first of all, I love being a business owner and I love growing a business and I love learning the things that I need to learn. And I also love getting the shit kicked out of me every now and again, which is what happens in business. And you get knocked around a fair bit because it teaches me some of the greatest lessons. And I love that about just life in general. I also love the fact that I can create whatever life that I want. I don't have to push hard in life and I don't have to achieve the things that I want to achieve. I do it because that's what I love. I love being able to travel the world and to speak and to fly to different locations around the world and get paid to work essentially. But I also love being able to fly business class when I do choose to travel or I do like to live in a nice house. They're the things that I get from the sacrifices and the things that I'm prepared to give up. But most people don't want to give up the weekends, which isn't really giving it up, but most people don't want to give up the weekends. They don't want to give up the mowing of the lawns. They don't want to give up doing the dishes and putting the washing on and worrying about insignificant shit and missing out on the news and not catching up with friends all the time and not catching up with family all the time and not going to fucking family functions two days a week and all of those sort of things. They're not prepared to give those up because that's what they've been indoctrinated into thinking is normal. And so then they feel like when they've got to do something outside of that norm that they're sacrificing everything and it's this hard slog and I've got to give up everything. I used to feel like that as well. I used to think, you know, why do I have to work weekends all the time? And why do I work so many hours? Like everyone else is finishing at 5, 5.30. Why am I working until 10 o'clock? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. And it felt like this fucking grind the whole way through and I would burn out and I would get tired and then I would binge eat food or do self-destructive shit or I'd buy a whole bunch of crap that I didn't need in order to make myself feel good because my thought process behind hard work was always that it had to be hard work. When the truth is it's not hard work, it's just I get to do what I love. And if you're a business owner and you love running a business, then it's what you love. If you're a business owner and you love going and exercising, then just exercise throughout the day instead of thinking, well, one day I'll start. If you want to go and have holidays because you need some time away to be able to think better about your business, then just book time away and go and do it. But realize that it's not a holiday like a normal person where you go and have two weeks off and you never think about business. You're probably going to be thinking about business and you're probably going to want to work a little bit. So I tell people when I go on holidays, I work in just a different location. So I know later on this year, I'm going to Bali again 
for another holiday. I used to go at least once or twice a year just for a bit of time away. And it wasn't because I was trying to get away from the business. I just needed a different environment to think. And so what I would do is I would change the environment that I'm in to be able to think differently about some of the problems that I have in business and maybe some of the things that I want to do in life. I will increase my exercise. I'll probably increase my sleep a little bit. And I just changed some patterns in my life that maybe I've been burning the candle at both ends a little bit. And so I catch up on sleep a little bit when I'm away on holidays because I don't set my alarm and I go to bed when I want and I wake up when I want. But it allows my body to catch up. It allows my mind to rejuvenate itself. It allows this new environment so that then I can flourish again in the things that I love doing, which is building a business and exercising and teaching and educating people and learning because that's what I love to do in life. So I've just built my life around my values. When I hear business owners say, you know, it's fucking sucks that I have to work on this weekend, blah, blah, blah. Don't have a business then. Give it up. Go get a job. If you want to work and not have responsibility, then go get a job. There's nothing wrong with that. Like for those of you out there who are sitting on the fence and thinking, you know, should I have a business or should I just keep working for someone else? I can tell you right now, not running a business and working for someone else is life can be so much more enjoyable if you do not love running a business because a business is savage, but anything in life is going to be hard and anything in life is going to be challenging. It's challenging in life and life sucks if you're not achieving what you want, but life is also hard and it can also suck when you're achieving what you want because you have to give up a lot of things. But I just don't think that most people really think through that stuff about what they really want. And so the point of this episode is to really start to think through, are you making insignificant shit significant because you've got a different idea around the way that life should be that doesn't match your goals? If you've got big goals and big dreams, then you have to ask the question, what am I prepared to do for these visions and these goals and this mission? What am I prepared to do to live the life that I want? But also, what am I prepared to give up? What am I prepared to not do? And sometimes it means that you've got to not fit in. Sometimes it means that you've got to be misunderstood. Sometimes it means that other people just won't get it. Like most of my family are either blue collar workers or white collar workers. Almost all of them work for somebody else. And some of them have gone out and tried to start their own business. It lasts three to six months and then they give up and go back to doing what they've always been doing because they like the paycheck. They like the security. They like the holidays. They like the long weekends. They like the superannuation. They like all of that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that in our society. This whole idea that entrepreneurship is sexy and fun is mental. It's like thinking that having kids is going to be easy. It's like when people have kids and they say things, they come to my events like Thrive Time, they say, I didn't think having kids was going to be this hard. And I always say to them, the fuck did you think having kids was going to be like? This isn't just like a weekend commitment. You've got 20, 21 years, 22 years, 25 years of a commitment. You're making a long-term decision here to have kids. If you're starting a business, that's a long-term decision in the way that you're going to live life. And business owners live in most cases differently. And yes, some people in their 40s and their 50s and so on live a lifestyle that is completely different than the average. But if you look at most of them, they've worked their absolute asses off and sacrificed things and given things up. Many of them live on almost minimum wage, even below minimum wage. And they go years without even getting a wage sometimes. And they will work weekends, long weekend, public holidays. And instead of the average person working a 38 hour week or a 40 hour week, they're working 100 hour weeks. So over a 10 year period, they're essentially doing 20 to 25 years worth of work in 10 years compared to the average person. And normally they're consistently looking at how do I become more productive? So they will produce more in a one hour period than the average person also. So if the average person is achieving something in 10 years, the entrepreneur might be achieving that same amount in two to three years because of their productivity, because of their focus, because of their dedication, because of the things that they're giving up. And that's why they tend to come out on top. And it seems like they're doing way more than the average, which they are. But there's a whole process behind that that allows them to do great things. So you really have to think about, are my goals the goals that I really want to live in life? And if I'm prepared to go after them, what do I have to sacrifice? What do I have to give up? And do I need to make the most significant things the most significant? There's a book called The One Thing, which is a great little book. It's nothing specky, but it really talks about just focusing on one thing instead of focusing on everything. You know, when I meet these people who call themselves entrepreneurs and they've got like 15 businesses, the majority of them don't ever really get off the ground effectively because they're trying to do too much. Someone who is laser focused does one business really, really well. And they might have 10, 20, 50, $100 million. 
dollar business. That's way better than having 10 businesses that do 100 grand a year turnover. That's only still a million bucks. You're spreading your focus and the majority of them won't lift off of the ground. So you won't be able to have the right team behind you. You won't be able to lead the right people like it's crazy. And every now and again, you get someone who is a fucking genius like Elon Musk who can run multiple businesses and puts multiple leadership teams in to be able to run those businesses effectively or he buys his way in to allow them to run effectively. He comes in, he creates a little bit of strategic change and then lets things roll on and move. Like he doesn't run all of his companies. He has other people who help him run those companies and general managers and full teams of people who do that sort of stuff. Or he has a large pool of cash behind him and when he starts up something new, he puts executives in straight away who can lead and drive those companies. So having someone who has 10 businesses and they're not making 50 or 100 million dollars a year is essentially just crazy. It's a waste of a lot of energy. I guess I'm a business owner in multiple businesses, but they all flow back into the one same thing that I do, which is human behavior. And even now I've had an opportunity as an investment to be part of a directorship and a management team and a high level team of a new business that's working in healthcare. I guess you could say, I can't say too much because I've got an NDA or a non-disclosure, but that business there is still in human behavior. And I made it very, very clear when I was asked to come in and work for this company and to become a shareholder was that my expertise is that thing. And I don't want to be on a whole bunch of shit. Like I don't want to do operations because that's not my specialty and that's not going to be where I add the most value. So I had to bring it all back into human behavior. So I do one thing and I do one thing really, really well. And that is human behavior, helping people perform better and helping people to achieve. And what I've been lucky enough to see is that in the majority of businesses, the one thing that fucks up everything is normally human behavior. You can have all the systems and the processes, but if you've got poor leadership, poor management, poor mindset, business owner that's burnt out all the time, that's tired, lethargic, can't think effectively, doesn't look after themselves, doesn't know how to think through problems and situations, then you're going to stall the business. And that's what happens a lot. Or the business will grow really, really quickly and it will outgrow the entrepreneur and eventually they will collapse the business back to a level that they can manage. Or they just end up stressed and frustrated all the time. They'll go through their third, fourth, fifth marriage or their kids don't talk to them anymore or their health turns to shit and they end up with diabetes and heart disease and all of those things, which are all human behavior patterns in 99% of cases. The point that I'm trying to make is that that book called The One Thing is really great because it talks about doing the one thing and doing the one thing really, really well. And if you can keep reminding yourself of that one thing that you do every day and you can do that for a long enough period, you will achieve a shit ton, way more than the average person. But if you're diversifying your focus every day and you're worrying about insignificant things and making them significant, you're focused on running 10 or 15 different businesses at the same time and trying to get them all off the ground or you're worried about what friends are doing, what family are doing and you're trying to fit into the normal and be average but at the same time excel, you're really going to shit things up in your own life. So if you haven't already done so, remember to subscribe, like and share because the more people we can get in this channel, the more people we can get watching, the more I can help more and more people to excel and we can make being awesome the average instead of being average below average, which is a shitty life. I mean, if you look at the average in Australia here, I think it's 60 something percent of Australians are obese or overweight. The majority of Australians have no savings, no money in the bank account, live week to week. It's fucking crazy, right? So I want to help people to be able to crush it in life and live an awesome life because we're only here once unless your religious beliefs say otherwise. Anyway, I hope that helps. Remember, driven mofos, never underestimate the dream and keep crushing it.